Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. That was beautiful. You missed a good place to give a better hand off. Okay. Powerful. Wow. Tonight is another night. And I believe that God is going to come through for your life. Amen. In such services you cannot just be there. Have an expectation. Expect to be anointed tonight. Expect that something will come over your life that will make a difference in whatever you are doing. Amen. And tonight we have no one else that than an anointed pastor. It's not every pastor who is anointed. <laughs> yeah. A pastor who reads the Bible, who leads us to read the Bible. I, I'm so blessed when he's reading just the scriptures. At times he takes it. One of his unique abilities, he likes to read. It's a sign that something big is coming. <laughs> <laughs> When the scriptures are being read is such a blessing. Yeah, you can feel the scriptures come to life. And tonight I believe something unusual will come upon you. Last week was fantastic. Yeah, a portion, a rite and a memorial. I don't know what is coming today, but whatever it is, rise to your feet as you welcome an anointed minister of the word of God. A real Bible teacher in our generation, the 95th Bishop, Bishop Napoleon Essien. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you for the opportunity we have to be in your presence. Somebody lift your hand and talk to the Lord. From your heart, tell him, Lord, I am here to encounter you. May I not live here the same. Let your power, let your glory, let your able hand take me from where I am to where I need to be. Let the builders anointing come over my life. My God, anoint me, and I will be able to do something with my life. Oh yes Lord I pray Mahata Ronde Moka Suta Rende Limo Thank you Jesus Thank you Father we give you glory Oh yes Lord Mahata Father we thank you we bless you Holy Spirit of God have your way and let your will be done we pray for the spirit of understanding we pray that Lord we will be changed by the reason of your anointing change our lives and give us what only you can and let all the glory be unto your holy name and you shall shout and say amen, amen. hallelujah amen. please be seated in heavenly places well this uh, you know it's a snack service and already the light of has taken the light of has taken part of the time are you here yeah so the time that we have just be alert and be sure that you are able to catch whatever uh, the lord has for you tonight amen are you here so this service is like i said it's not just a teaching service it's a prophetic service it's an anointing service hallelujah so when the declarations are coming and it looks like you you take your amen net and you grab it and it's yours hallelujah are you here 
So we are sharing, if you like, it's a little Bible study on the book of Nehemiah. Do you understand? And Nehemiah was a refugee. Was a refugee in another country. But by the reason of an anointing, by the reason of a grace of God that came over his life, he was able to build. Hallelujah. So we have been talking about a fact that you can have it if you build it. In other words, don't expect to have something if you have not built it. You can only have what you have built. Amen. Maybe I should have actually said the title is you can't have it if you don't build it. So that it will be clear to you. Because sometimes when you say you can have it if you build it, it doesn't look like... You need to do something. Are you here? So I need you to receive the grace that causes ordinary people who don't have money, refugees who are not managers and they are not kings and they are not princes and they are not in their own country to rise up with a grace of God, an ability and a strength to build not just a single room for themselves, but to build. If you read the scriptures, he built something for himself and he built the walls of a, a city. We are talking about building a city. We are not talking about something small. <laughs> we are not talking about something. something heavy is coming out of your life. Amen. I said something fantastic is coming out of you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, it is not... Your, your poverty, your hardship is not where you are. It is who is not with you. You can change towns. You can change cities. You can even change jobs. The earlier you get to know that the thing, it is who is with you. Are you here? Yeah. Recently, small boy was being um, interviewed. Then the woman says something. The woman who was doing the interview said that, you know, as you are going to school, what you study will let you do very well. And the small boy said, no. My brother says it's not what you study. <laughs> yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, I said, my brother says it's not what you study. It's who you know. <laughs> what you study is not as important as who you know. <laughs> the small boy was telling the adult, they said, so where is your brother? He said, my brother is unemployed, so because he doesn't know anyone. <laughs> he, has, he has been to school. He has studied a lot of things. But he is not working because he doesn't... What he studied, he knew what he has studied. But he doesn't know anyone. Tonight, I'm telling, by knowing, knowing, knowing God and having his spirit... You move from the back of the desert. Even when they have not thought about you, your position will be there. It will be reserved. David was not around. Sorry. David was not around. He never saw the advert. He never applied for the employment. He never went for the interview. But people saw the advert. They applied for it. They went for the interview. All of them were rejected. He had, and the amazing thing is that the Bible says, uh, uh, someone said, until send somebody to fetch him, and to, we will be standing. I don't know where the house was and where the desert was. That the father, together with all the contestants, contestant number one, number two, up to seven, they were all standing. I'm sure they were changing their stars. You stand on one leg, then you see that you are tired. They were all standing obeying. I'm telling you who you know. And the Bible says that David kept the sheep. The, the, what, what differentiated David from all the rest is that he kept the few sheep of his father. He kept the few sheep. The few sheep that when he went to see his brother, he said, with whom have you left the few sheep? With whom have you left the few sheep? 
He kept the few sheep. Hallelujah. So tonight may the anointing come over. The builders are anointing. Believe that there is a supernatural power. Believe that there is a grace that comes over a life and causes things to change. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, Paul wrote and said, he said, I am the least of the apostles and I'm not fit to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But nevertheless, I am what I am by the grace of God. And what is the grace of God? The strength of God, the power of God, the capabilities of God. Hallelujah. And he said, and the grace that was bestowed upon me. Tonight may a grace be, be, be poured on you. Amen. And the grace that was bestowed upon me was not in vain. In that I labored more abundantly than them all. Yet, not I, but the grace that was upon me. So the grace of God can cause you to work harder than all the people in your office. No wonder he wrote more than half of the New Testament. And he's explaining that it is the grace of God. It is the power of God. Something wonderful is coming out of your life. I said something powerful is coming out of your life. In the name of Jesus. You are beginning to have ideas. You are beginning to have some imagination that will profit in the name of Jesus. May your thoughts trend, trend positively. And may your thought turn nothing to something in the name of Jesus. Are you here? May the power of the Holy Ghost rest on you. May the builder's anointing come over you in the name of Jesus. I see you building something. I see you building something. Something is coming out of you in the name of Jesus. Everything your hand will touch will be prosperous. Whatever you do, may it be prosperous in the name of Jesus. It was said of Joseph. He said, whatever, whatever is under his hand, prospers. Whatever is under his hand, prospers. Hallelujah. And Laban said, I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me. By experience, I have learned that the Lord has blessed me by your coming. Hallelujah. So the people ask in Mark chapter 6, verse number 2, that what kind of wisdom is this that is given unto him, that even mighty works are wrought by his hand. May you do a mighty work. May you have great feet in the name of Jesus. So uh, back to our Bible. If you've been here, the last uh, verse we read was, Nehemiah chapter 2, verse number 20. Is that not it? Okay, so we read and we continue from chapter 3. Verse number 20. The Bible says, can we read it together? One go. Then answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we his servants will arise and build. But ye have no portion, nor right, nor memorial in Jerusalem. Chapter 3. Then Eliashem, the high priest, rose up with his brethren, the priests, and they builded the sheep gate. Can you see it? They sanctified it and set it up the doors of it, even unto the tower of Mir. They sanctify it unto the tower of Hananel. And next to them, or next to him, builded the men of Jericho. And next to them, builded Zachor, the son of Imri. Can we read it together? Verse number three. Go. But the fish gates that the sons of Asana built who also lay the beams thereof, and set up the doors thereof, the locks thereof, and the bars thereof. Verse 4. And next to them repaired Marimoth, the son of Urijah, the son of Kuz, and next to them, next unto them, sorry, repaired Mishalam, the son of Barika, the son of Meshezebel, 
And next unto them repaired Zadok, the son of Banner. Verse number five. And next to them the Taquites repaired, but their nobles put not their necks to the work of the Lord. Say mercy. Bible says that as Zadok and all these people were building, uh, the nobles, the Taquites repaired, but the nobles put not their neck to the work of the, of the Lord. Verse number six. Moreover, the old gate repaired Jehoda, the son of Pesi, and Melishalam, the son of Besodia. They laid the beams thereof and set up the doors thereof and the logs thereof and the bars thereof. Verse number seven. And next to them repaired a man. So for a short time, I'm just sharing with you next to you. Tell the person next to you. You see, when you read all the verses, one thing that you see through them all is next to you, next to them, next to you. Tell the person who is next to you. It's so important who is next to you. Hallelujah. Are you here? The person next to you is what determines what you do. Bible says that, look, they began, the priests and his brethren. And when you begin, you notice that it says that the priest and his brethren, verse number one, they build it. They build it. Then it goes next to, then they begin to repair. So there were those who were building, who were starting a fresh work. They were starting something that nobody has done. And there were those who were repairing. They were giving them by centers and centers that people have, been, have started, but it's not working. Has been run down. <laughs> may you receive the grace to build and receive the grace to repair it is two different things there are people that they don't have the apostolic anointing what it takes to start what it takes to break a ground there are people that they cannot think about what nobody has done to say that this is an idea I have not seen it anywhere but I think that it's a good idea. Let him begin. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, that is to build. You are, you are building. You conceive an idea. You conceive a thought. You have an imagination. You have not seen one from anywhere. But you think that it will work. And you begin it. And there are others that they will only be able to do what people have started. That is also an anointing. Hallelujah. Whatever it is, you are doing something. I say, whatever it is, may you be able to found, found something that doesn't exist, that you will create it into being in the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus, receive the grace to see that this will work. I say, receive the grace to know that this will work in the name of Jesus. But the most important thing is, who is next to you? The reason why we have not done well or you have done well is the person next to you. The people close to you determine what will become. Those who are, it's amazing that when uh, we smokers, marijuana, people who smoke weed, they come to church. It's like supernatural. They find other weed smokers. It's like they gravitate. Bad boy, have you noticed that bad boys find other bad boys? Bad girls locate other bad girls in the church. In the church. In the church. Next to you, next to you. That is what Bible says evil communication corrupt good manners. Hallelujah. Who are you associating with? Your association, you have not done well because of who you have associated yourself with. Anyone who is not doing by center, all his friends are not doing by center. I'm telling you. It's next to you. If you are doing by center, your friend will be doing by center. 
you, you just watch and see. Next to, next to, tell somebody ne, 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 next to me. Who is next to you? Who is your friend? Who are, who, what is your company? What is your company? Who? You, you notice that even those in the Bible who wrote books, all those who wrote, they were next to each other. You see the people that Jesus took and they went onto the mountain and the transgression happened. Who were they? Peter, James, and you see that they all, next to them, they all wrote. They all wrote. We have the book of Peter. We have the book of James. And we have the book of what? John. Yeah, those who did not, you see, who is next to you determine what will become a, a, so if you really want to do well, just change whoever is your friend. There's something called association. Association, association. Who you associate yourself. If if you want to be a drug uh, addict, you don't need to go to school. Find a drug addict and let the person be your friend. That is the that is like the best advice I will give you. But this same advice you can turn it into the other side. You need you need to know that there's somebody who is a higher, somebody who is doing well, somebody who is prayerful, somebody who is a, a, a Bible scholar who studies that you need to befriend. But what it will take you, even you don't have what it takes to know that this person is more spiritual than me. If you cannot notice that the next person to you is affecting you, then your case is bad. Next to me, tell somebody next to you. Ask the person who is next to you. Whose number? If we take your phone, the people that, the, the last 10 people that you have called, if you are not in your room, you are not different. You are not different from the people that you are associating with. Next to you. If the person is smoking, you are also smoking. If the person is not serious, you are also not serious. If the person is fornicating, you are also fornicating. Next to you, what the person is doing is what you are doing. So when you read the Bible, you see that from chapter 1, next to, we, everywhere. Next to. Next to you. Next unto them. Next unto them. Builders. You need to associate yourself with people who are building. You need to associate with yourself with people who are praying. Your prayer life will not change until you have associated yourself with people who are praying. Unless you associate yourself with people who are reading the Bible. There are people who are not here. And their friends are not here. If you are here, your friend will be here. <laughs> I'm telling you, your friend knows that ah, today is Tuesday, we are going somewhere. Yeah, next to you. Next to you. Next to you. You notice that you even planned, oh, it's Tuesday, we are going. But the other people said, oh, I'm not going, will you go? So today we don't go. Next to you. Next to you is somebody. So there's this thing that you need to know, association. When you associate. When you associate. So it's association and uh, environment, okay? Then uh, compromise and control. Can you say with me? Association, association. Environment, environment, compromise, compromise. and control. So when you join, when you associate some, yourself with somebody, whether you like it or not, a certain environment is created. See, the person that you are talking to, it creates an environment. If it's a good person, a good environment is created. Do, do you understand? You can never associate yourself with somebody. You cannot be talking to somebody. You cannot speak to a friend and it will not create an environment. Sometimes the, what you are saying, it creates a lustful environment. Yeah. It creates a certain environment. You can talk about food. You see that you, you, you want to eat. The person begins to talk about, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, pornography before you notice. I'm telling you. Whoever you are talking to, you are creating an environment. It creates an environment. Then the environment will cause you to compromise. Yeah. So association brings 
an environment. Do you understand? And the environment will cause you to compromise. Before you notice, you are doing what you normally don't do. Because the environment was created. And you have to compromise. And the next level is control. Now you are controlled by, by, by whatever it, it is. So if you don't want to be controlled, anyone who has done what he or she thought she would never do began with association. The person, you can look into your life. The bad things that you have done, it started somewhere. Somebody you met, somebody you spoke to, the way he spoke or the way she, if you have also done any good thing in your life, you will notice that it also began with association. Are you here? Yeah, it also began with association. Who are you associating? And sometimes Christians don't even value godly people. Christians don't have godly friends. They don't esteem. They don't esteem godly, I mean, counsel, godly friends, anointed people. They don't, they, they, they don't, they rather want uh, this backsliding people that you don't know. Not even local, even if they are local, they can be hot. This ice, ice blocks, freezes. People who don't read their Bible, people who don't darken the doorway of church, they come late and they leave first. People who are not going anywhere, park cars, cars that have parked, they, are, they don't have any vision, they don't have any idea, there's no expectation. Lazy, lazy people, busy bodies, they are giving to fantasies, ideas that will never happen. Daydreaming, imagining. All they are planning is having a girlfriend or a boyfriend. All they are planning is, you cannot even understand their, their whole life. And these are the people that uh, is next to you. These are the people that are next to you. And it's corrupting your good manners, your good behavior, your good co conduct. Look at you. Already, you, you are about to slip away. You are, you are sleeping gradually because of who is next to you. But read the Bible. When the apostles were beaten and they were let go, the Bible says they went, Peter and John, they went into their own company. Who is your company? Who is next to you? Who do you call when you are in trouble? Who is your friend? Who do you confide in? You have a friend that you are sinning. You are doing, and you think that a friend loves you because he says, oh, I will not let pastor know. You should, you, should, you should know that this is the kind of friend you don't need. A good friend will say that, look, this thing is beyond us. Let's go and talk to pastor about it because we will do this before you know it. We are backslidden. Me, I don't want to go to hell. A good friend is the one who goes and tells your lady pastor or pastor, hey, we are, we are smoking. We've been drinking. We don't know how we will stop. Yeah, that's a good friend. A good friend is the one who calls the pastor. Not that he's moving around telling people, but he speaks to the person who can help you. He talks to the person who can help you. That, hey, we are in church, but this is our life. My friend and I, we don't know how to stop. Pastor, you need to do something. Whether you fast for us or we join you to fight, we don't know. Every... Uh, Sunday, you see us in uh, sun shades. Our eyes are red. It's the wheat. It's the wheat. Are you here? Tell somebody next to you. Oh, I pray that God, you will choose a godly friends. I say you are choosing godly friends. You see, and godly friend, you don't even know the anointing, whatever the person has will rub on you. you how did Elisha became anointed? As he talked, as he talked with Elijah, how did the apostles become anointed? As they spoke with, do you understand? Because when the person that you talk to, whatever the person is saying, it will become your idea very soon. Whatever you have heard your friend say very soon, you will hear yourself repeating it. Yeah. So if your friend is wise, you are becoming wise. Even the English people, they will tell you, that, show me your friend and I will show you your character. 
It's not in the Bible, but it's very true. You, if you tell me who your friend is, I will tell you where you were sleeping yesterday. Uh, are you here? I see you building something. See, Bible says, Elisha, the high priest, the high priest, rose up with his brethren. Hallelujah. The priest. The priest had other priests as his brethren, as his friend. Shepherds must have other shepherds. That's right. Anointed man. All your, all your friends are unbelievers. You are sitting here and you don't have a godly person as your friend. All your unbeliever friends are still on. People who don't read the Bible. What counsel can they give you? What advice would they offer? But he rose up and with his brethren, the priest. You can see that the priest did not have unbeliever friends. And they built a what? The sheep gate. Another time I will explain all the gates. <laughs> they built what? The sheep gate. Hallelujah. They, they were able to make people sheep. Deers and goats and other people became sheep. They built the sheep gate. When you come through their gate, you, be, when, you see, gate is an access. When you go through them, you become a sheep. There are people that has come through your way, has come to, they, when they come by you, they rather become something else. They rather become something else. Turn your Bibles with me. Tonight is prophetic night, an anointing to build. As, as a pace setter, you are going to begin a work. You are going to begin something that nobody has done before. And there are people here, you will see idea that people did not continue. You will rise up hey, and repair and begin to do wonderful things in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. 2 Timothy chapter 3. You look at this. 2 Timothy chapter 3. We'll just enjoy the reading of the Bible, then we'll be out of here. Hey, 2 Timothy in your Bible. Mashakatayabakata in the name of Jesus. I'm reading from verse number one. It says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents. Can you see it? Unthankful unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despises of those that are good. It, 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 maybe you are even that, that person. You see, you see a lady who is keeping herself and you are laughing at her. You laugh at virgins. When you hear that somebody is a then you laugh. <laughs> it's like, ah, you. You are still a virgin. You laugh at godly things. Your friend cannot smoke. That is why you are laughing at the person. So you, you don't know how to smoke. The, the person smokes. Oh, you don't know how. When you see people who have dressed decent, you rather tease them. You are looking for people who have tattooed themselves. You are looking for men that they have put a, a, a rod in their ears. You can't even understand. These are your mentors. But it's changing in the name of Jesus. Hey, are you there? The spices of those that are good. Traitors, heavy, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. Saying the last day, these are the things. He said, they will love pleasure. Instead of praying or coming to church, they will rather want to sleep or eat or do something. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Then verse number five, that's where I'm coming to. Can we read it together? One go. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. I'm not the one. 
The Bible says that next to you, next to, that's what I'm talking about. Next to you. Next to you, the person who is next to you, if he has a form of godliness, but denies the power. Bible says, turn away because he will change you before you notice you have become like that person. So these are people, they have the form of godliness. They dress black and white. They put on tie. They look, they speak eloquent. They are enlightened, but they are not powerful. They don't speak in tongues. They don't believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. They don't do anything that shows that they have encountered the resurrected Jesus. And the Bible says, if these are the person who is next to you, turn away. Turn away. Christianity is not a, a religion without power. Bible says, behold, I give you power to tread upon scorpions, over the serpent, and over all the fairy that of the enemy. And nothing shall by enemies. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. As many as receive him to them, he gave power. Where is the power in your life? Where is the power? Where is the power? Can we have this uh, verse? The verse number five in NLC. How does it say it? How does it say it? They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Can you see it? The power that will make them godly. Stay away from people like that. The Bible says stay away next to you. Because if you don't stay away, you need to know who. It's not like you are not talking to the person. It's not like the person is not your friend. But people that you are staying, they are changing you. Whether you know it or not, you are changing gradually. You are, you are changing. You are becoming. There is nothing like Nitra. You are affecting people and people are affecting you. Whoever is next to you is affecting you. Hallelujah. Are you here? Back to King James. Verse number, uh, number 6, 7, and 8. We'll read a couple of scriptures then we'll be out of here. What does the Bible say? Verse number six, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins led away with diverse lusts. Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. People that have been taught and taught but the truth, they, they, they don't know God. Ever learning, they've been in the church. Ever learning. Ever learning. Ever learning. But never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Verse number eight. Now, as Janice and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. Hallelujah. Are you there? Do you know what Janice and Jambres, do you know who they are? These were the two magicians that Pharaoh had. Janice and Jambres. These were the ones who put their stake down and it also became uh, uh, snakes. Do you remember? Yeah. And Bible says, people who are in church and ever learning and never get to know the truth. Who have the form of godliness but deny the power? They are like Janice and Jambres. They are like they, 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 they withstand and they will prevent the word of God from working also in your life. And do you know what these guys did? They tried to oppose Moses. So, whatever Moses will do, they will also do it. And the Bible says that these people who ever learn. They, 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 they never come to the truth. This is what is happening. Are you there? Verse number nine. The NLT, what does the NLT say? Eight and nine. Let's see the eight and nine in NLT. Quickly. Can we read it together? One, go. 
oppose truth, just as Genesis and Jambres oppose Moses. They have depraved minds and counterfeit faith. Yeah. So the person next to you, if he doesn't have the power of Christ, you see, he will say that from such turn away, and he's explaining why you should turn away. There are people who don't have the power of God working in them. They have counterfeit faith. And they will oppose. When you say you are praying, they will say, hey, hmm, uh, uh, look, that's prayer work. They will throw your faith before you notice. Verse number nine. But they won't get away with this for long. Someday, everyone will recognize what fools they are. Just as Janice and Jambres. Hallelujah. Are you here? Ask the person, do you have Janice and Jambres in your life? Who are those close to you, next to you? <laughs> Ask the person who is next to you. <laughs> uh, the person is not talking. <laughs> Tell the person that I need you to talk. <laughs> who is next to you? Hallelujah. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Quickly. 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Let's read from verse number 9 to 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 9 to 11. What does your Bible say? Is it, is it there in your Bible? Is it there? Okay, let's read it together. One go. I wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators. Ask the person. Ask the person, I'm about to leave you as a friend. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not the one, I wish I can say something. So I wrote it in an epistle to you. I have told you, don't company. Who is your company? That's what I'm saying. That next to you, who is it? Before you notice that your friend is telling you the star that he gave to the boyfriend. Before you notice, you want to go and try. The ladies, have you not heard somebody saying something that you also wanted to try and see how it will go? Yeah. Have you not heard something that it was in your mind? You thought that you would not use it. But somehow, you were thinking that you may have to try it and see how it will go. So you company with fornicators before you notice you have become a fornicator. Next to you. Who is next to you? Show me your friend. Show me it is so important. You need, you need to pray. You need, it's not by force to take everybody as a friend. You need to be, your, your friendship is changing you. Your friendship is changing you. Change your friends. Yeah. When somebody I told her, this lady is going to be your friend. You need to forget about all the wrong friends. What have they done for you? They have just managed to destroy your life. You, you see people, your friends, that, look, if you see one person who is not paying tight, all his friends don't pay tight. You, you just, I'm telling you. If you see somebody who is more treating the wife, all the friends are more treating there. Oh, yes. If you see somebody cheating on the wife, their friends are doing, it, it, it's like best of the same feathers. They flock together. Yeah. So you need to be very careful. That's why if you are a man or you are a woman, you are married. If your wife or your husband tells that, I'm not very comfortable with this, your friend. Just listen. Before, because before you notice, you have, you can say, oh, me, nobody can change you. No, no, the Bible, the Bible was written before you came. Verse number 10, can we continue? Hey, yet not altogether with fornicators of this world. So he's saying that, I'm not saying, okay, I'm not talking about you moving away from fornicators who are unbelievers. Do you understand? Hello? That's for unbelievers. That is their life. But you who is a Christian, say yet not all together with fornicators of this world. Do you understand? As for this world, it's their way of life. 
That's why you, you want to marry an unbeliever. We want you to know that you are going to share your husband or wife with a lot of people. That's their life. He said, that's not the people I'm saying that don't company with them. Or with the covetous or extortionists. Or with what? Idolaters. For them, my seeing me to go out of this world. He said, if what I'm saying is don't uh, talk to uh, unbelievers who are fornicated, then we cannot be in this world. In other words, this world is full of <laughs> fornicators, covetous. Do you understand? That's not what he's saying. Verse number 11. But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If a man, if any man that is called a brother, that is born again. If any man that is called a brother, or if a, any lady that is called a sister, be a fornicator, or covetous, or an adulterer, or a reeler, or what? Drunkard, or extortioner, with such an one. Not to, yeah, with such an one. No, not to eat. Don't, don't share Magunya together. Don't share. Don't go to, don't go and buy Chisenyama. You take the bread. He said, with such an one. With if the person says he's a Christian. And sometimes I'm not the one saying. Somebody who is singing in church. And you have not decided whether you are a man or you are a woman. We cannot let you sing. We are not even supposed to be your friend. Once you are born again. You are a believer. We are supposed to take a decision about you. Tell the person next to you. You see, this is what is destroying our Christianity. In the name that your Christianity is nice. Because we don't read the Bible. We are being guided by the word of God. That the reason why we are not doing well is because we, we, we have mixed ourselves with people who say they are Christians but they are not. And you are forcing to be like them. You need to know that you have been bought with a price. Are you here? If you are going to build, you need, you see, you cannot, you cannot mix day and light. Day and night, you cannot mix it. You are light or you are darkness. You cannot mix the two. That is why you, you are not able to build. That is why the anointing of God apart cannot fit it because you are lukewarm. Jesus said to the people, if you will be cold, I will prefer if you will be hot, I will prefer. But this look home. That is what uh, we, you are not an unbeliever, but you are also not a Christian. Who are you? Ask the person, are you the one we are talking about? Are you the one we are talking about? Are you here? Oh, but I have good news for you. I said, I have good news for you. I see you coming out from every company that doesn't define their rules to be that which God has given us. Anything that is in between white and black, gray, no. Let your yea be yea and your no be no. Anything more than that is coming from the evil one. Hallelujah. Are you here? Bible said if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Can I tell you something? Yes. The reason why, the reason why many people cannot build the anointing is because there's no foundation. Because the Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? What can you do as a righteous person? What you do? You can't do much. Psalm 11, verse number 3. If you, you're, the, you are righteous, but there's no foundation. So many people who they have not been able to do anything for themselves. Are you here? They have not been able to do something for God as Christians. The problem is not them, it's foundation. Because before you build, you need a foundation. Are you here? Yeah. Before you build, you need a foundation. And 1 Corinthians chapter 3, when you read verse number 11, the Bible tells us what the foundation is. Look at it. 1 Corinthians, for other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is what? 
Jesus Christ. Anyone who is not able to be used by God have not made the foundation of Jesus sure in their life. They come to church, but they have not told themselves that I am for God. There's other things. Hello? Tonight, you need to decide that yes, I may have come to church with a friend. I may have come to church because somebody asked me to come. But what is my foundation? There's no other foundation. There's no other foundation. The foundation that can let you do something, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The righteous can do nothing. But the Bible says that there's no other foundation that you can lay except Jesus Christ. Unless you say to yourself, unless you say, I want to encounter the resurrected Jesus, unless Jesus has been the reason for whatever you are doing, it will not work. Just a matter of time, you will fade out. Are you here? The reason why you may not have amounted to anything, even your personal life, you will even let, let put uh, uh, this on hold. Let put on hold. Doing a church, starting a brand, doing by center or whatever. Come to your own life. Come to your own life. Because you have not built a certain foundation. What is the foundation? The foundation of knowing God. The foundation of loving God. The foundation of coming to the Lord Jesus. Being saved. Receiving Jesus. Making him your Lord and Savior. Many of us, it's light. That foundation is not, it's not sure. That foundation is not solid. Are you here? That is why nothing can be built on you. That is why you can, even your growth as a Christian cannot go. Because that foundation upon which other things will be built. It's not very sure. You are not very sure who Jesus is in your life. You, what do you know about Jesus? What about the love of Jesus? Have you received Jesus? Who is Jesus to you? That foundation, that is what causes many people to backslide. Because that foundation will let you draw a line between who you are and who you are not. That foundation will let you draw a line who your friends are and who your acquaintances are. That foundation will let you draw a line who will be next to you. Hallelujah. Yeah, anyone who doesn't have the same foundation, you see that you let a person go. But we ourselves, we are not sure of our foundation. We are not sure. Our foundation is not solid. The knowledge of the Lord Jesus, the love of the Lord Jesus, the Savior is not in our hearts. Hallelujah. But... The Bible says, other foundation can no man lay, except that which is laid, which is what? Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you have this foundation, when you know that this is your foundation, you will be able to sacrifice. You will be able to go through whatever you need to go through because you know whom you have believed. You know whatever you are going through at the end of the day, it will be worth it. Hallelujah. You will know that Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. You will know that what you are doing, it is not just temporary something to get some. You will know that there is a heaven to gain and hell to avoid. You will know that there is a purpose for your Christian life. There is a reason, but you are not very sure. I'm not sure why you are doing what you are doing. Who is encouraging you to without this sure foundation? I don't know. Maybe the foundation for you to do something has been the motivation from your shepherd. Maybe the foundation for you to, you just want to help people. It's a good, it's a good motivation. But the foundation that can build is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Yeah. The foundation to help people, to see people going to heaven. It's good, but it must be founded on Jesus Christ. Jesus must be the reason. Hallelujah. His love must be the constraint. Amen. The love of God must constrain you. That is when we read about uh, 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 Moses in, I think, Philippians chapter 3, verse number 10. You see that? The he, he, Bible said that when he came of age, he preferred, he chose to suffer affliction with the people of the with the people of God, with the children of God, than to enjoy, enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. 
Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. Hebrews. Maybe from the verse number 24. What does the Bible say? By faith. When he was come of ages. To ages. Refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction. Hallelujah. With the people of God. Can you choose to suffer affliction with the people of God? Than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Hallelujah. He chose to be next to people who are suffering. He chose to be next to. To be affected. Than to go the other way. What does Philippians chapter 3 verse number 10 says? Look at it. Bible says, this is Paul speaking. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. The fellowship. The association of sufferers. Paul said that I want to be in a fellowship. How many understand fellowship? A group, a WhatsApp group. Fellowship of his suffering. People who are suffering because of Jesus. He said, this is the group I want to join. Next to me. Next to me. I want to know him. Somebody who has seen the Lord, who has written. This is what he was saying. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And what? The fellowship of his suffering. Being made conformable. Hallelujah. Unto his death. Amen. Tell somebody, you need to change the person next to you. You need to, you need to have only builders. Join the builders fellowship. Hallelujah. Anyone who is not building something for his life, her life. Building, building, having eternity before him or her. You need to move away from such people. Are you here? Because I see, I see the Lord building something with your life. But you need to know who is next to you. Change the person next to you. Deliberate. Deliberately change the person. Look for a godly sister. Look for a godly brother. Look for a godly brother. I'm telling you. Even there are leaders who lie. Oh yes. There are leaders who lie. You need to really be sure. Who is uh, uh, next to you. Hallelujah. Is, is your friend a prayerful person? You'll be prayerful. Is your friend a liar? <laughs> you'll be a liar. If your friend is a scholar, uh, you'll be a scholar. Are you here? But I, I, I have a good news for you. Just as Nehemiah, a refugee, was anointed, hallelujah, to come. When he came, he had people who were next to him, priests. And all the people who came next to they were all builders. You could see that the Sambalats also had the Tobias. If you have a, a Sambal, you will, you will be next to Tobias. You look at people who talk. People who gossip. Who talk about things in church. They are talking about their shepherd. They are talking about... You watch, watch and see. Watch the, nothing comes out, out of their life. Nothing comes out of, of your. If you're a lady, especially if you're a lady, you should not be described as somebody who is a gossip. Me, if I know you like that, I would never recommend anybody to marry you. You'll be a problem. If you're, you, there will always be a problem. They will be fighting you to be a disgrace to your children, to be a disgrace to your husband, to be a great. Always there are issues that your name comes in. Hey! Mercy. Are you here? But listen to this. The prophecy. The prophecy. In Nehemiah chapter 2 verse number 20. Are you there? That is the prophecy. How do you build? See, you know, the Bible was not written in chapters. Did you know that? It was not written in chapters and in verses. So actually, the Nehemiah chapter 2, verse number 20, follows directly the chapter 3, verse 1. Do you understand? It was continuous. So here, this is what Nehemiah said. He said, Then answered I them, Are you there? And said unto them, 
the God of heaven, he will prosper us. Hallelujah. Therefore, we, his servant, we will arise and build. But ye have no portion, nor right, nor memorial in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. So the prophecy, how you build, is that the Lord of heaven, the Lord of heaven will prosper you. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.